Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hey friends, the Global Chatter is currently on hiatus as we're getting ready for our upcoming season. However, in the interim, we've got some great bonus content from some of our most recent episodes, like the one you're about to listen to now. Check them all out, as well as some of our earlier episodes so you can get caught up. And as always, you can stop by theblackexpat.com to see what we're up to. Thanks for listening. All right. So one of the things that I've, I've been struck by is you were talking about pipeline and the fact that not only do we need more black and brown students um, to be in study abroad programs and be part of international education, but we need more black and brown professionals in the pipeline to be in these positions in universities around the country. Can you tell me a little bit about what's what's even the entry point? Because as you alluded to, actually, I think you you said it quite bluntly. Um, you know, we're not seeing enough diversity as far as in the staff and, and and being recruited and knowing these are opportunities. And so, how do we get more professionals into the pipeline? I think it's recognizing the strengths and the what the experiences that black and brown people can bring to the field, whether they have studied abroad, which there are so many black and brown people who have studied abroad and they're in other fields. So mm-hmm. it's not the it's not just the numbers game that uh, of not having enough because that's bogus, but also making it making it seem like an actual viable career. It took me three years to get into study abroad. And people mm-hmm. would be shocked now if they did not know that based on what I've heard from other colleagues. Like, I can't believe that. It literally took me three years to get into the field. Some people would have given up by then. Mm-hmm. And what if I gave up? I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. Mm-hmm. And so... It's that whole recruitment and retention piece for the field as well. Um, who are you? Who are you targeting? Who are your grad assistants? I am really um, proud of, of, of my, the office I work in now that they have had some amazing grad students of color that have gone on to work in international education and other in other fields as well, but that pipeline was created. Um, and so are you hiring student workers? Are you hiring grad assistants? 
uh, uh, that are black, uh, black and brown students? Do you have ad- ambassador programs that uh, you make sure that there are there are opportunities for black and brown students? Do you suggest research opportunities for black and brown students to share their study abroad experiences at conferences and all these other places? That's how you start to build that pipeline. Is your office doing that? Uh, Are you actively talking to them about these opportunities as well? Not just putting it on social media or not just sending it in an email, but literally developing those relationships. I am where I am today because of the relationships that I had with those professors that made such an impact on my life and all of the other people that have, you know, since then. And so are you building those relationships with those students? Um, If you don't have anyone that's black and brown in your offices, have you done the research to then build these relationships so that they can then see themselves or introduce them to some of us that may not be in your office, but that can also, uh, you know, share our experiences with them. So um, it takes effort and we have to put that effort in. I mean, you ain't wrong. I'm (laughs) I'm thinking about my own experiences and. I worked in the, it, it, essentially it was international educate, which, you know, international education, there's a big umbrella, right? In addition mm-hmm. to study abroad, right? Yes. And and so the equivalent was like, it was like global education office. And that's because I very intentionally, in preparation, knowing that I was going to the Middle East, said I wanted to do X amount of hours with that office. So it wasn't even like they had anything posted. I went and wandered over there and said that I wanted to do it. Um, and you're right. I mean, I think creating that pipeline and creating opportunities and, and, and I love what you said about ambassador programs, because, you know, I think the benefit is twofold. If, if you're creating a pipeline for faculty and staff, you know, of color to work in, in, in international ed, and you're also showcasing to the student population, hey, these are the diversity of the students that are staying abroad. I think it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an incredible win. And and so with I that will being- I say though, just, uh, sorry go, to cut you off. No, you're fine. Just, um, but again, going back to making sure that that once you invite these students and give them and, and create these opportunities for them, make sure it's a place they want to be. Make sure Mm -hmm. it's a culture that supports them and not tokenize them. Make sure it's a place that they can grow and succeed in the role that you have for them, but also that they are able to be themselves and show up as themselves. Because if they cannot do that, that can turn them off and negate what you're trying to do of creating that pipeline. And so, I mean, I think that's a nice, a nice segue into the work that you're doing. And so for folks who don't know, you've got cultural curators. What's the mission and the, and the vision behind that? It stems from when it took me so long to get in the field and I didn't know a black or brown person who worked in the field until, you know, until time had passed. Um, And so I wanted to create a platform that, highlighted, featured, amplified the voices of of BIPOC uh, colleagues who work in international education, as well as BIPOC people who have studied abroad and now are on to careers everywhere. 
Um, and so I wanted to create a platform that dispelled those myths that we were talking about before and that showcased BIPOC people and how we actually live and work in this field, as well as those who have taken these opportunities to study abroad or to work abroad or to intern abroad or who have grown up abroad and how that has enriched their life. So like for what you were saying before, maybe a student winds up on, on my site and they can show that to their parents, you know, or their family or their support system and have a conversation around that. And honestly, I wanted to give my colleagues my BIPOC colleagues shine there mm-hmm. we, we, we exist but if you're not in our industry you might not know where to look for us like like I said before if this existed when I was trying to get into the field I might have known you know I might have had a little bit of an easier time trying to trying to break in you know trying to trying to transition from corporate to higher ed. And so I wanted to create a resource for that too. I mean, social media and all that is great, but I just wanted it to be curated in one one spot. I mean, and I think it's such a great platform. And, you know, as much as I'm in this space and I, I meet professionals like you and know professionals like you, it's nice to see the breadth and 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 how how far the reaches are, right? I mean, I I think you highlight some really fascinating folks, and 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 you're right. You do give them shine because we don't like when we talk about study abroad, right? Just like we have the stereotypical student, we have the stereotypical person who works there, right? <laughs> right, and it don't look like you or me. No, not <laughs> never look. I. Oh. I've seen a lot of institutions. Rarely do I see more than one or two <laughs> women of color. Um, and, and you know, every now and then I'll, I'll see a male. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that what's refreshing about your site is that you, you see all these different spaces and, and different flavors of folks who are not necessarily doing the same things. They're, they're in different, if they're in higher ed institutions, they're in different institutions. And, and I think that's something that, that, like everything else, when you see when you see what other people are doing, it really lights that fire that you could do it. I, I, and I'm wondering if that's what you're getting the feedback from the site. That and uh, I get the feedback like it's uh, almost like a community, like like you you see not just that you see others who are doing what you're doing, but you also know that, oh, maybe I could uh, reach out to this person on LinkedIn to learn more about their pro- their project here or their program there. Or, you know, or they can show their students. One of the reasons why I have uh, prof- like professionals in, in that don't work in international education is because everybody's not going to work in international education just because you've studied abroad or had an experience. And so if I'm working with another student that and they have they're interested in the field of one of the people that I featured, they can see that connection. You know, so it goes beyond just our industry, which is something that I'm I'm grateful to everyone who has allowed me to feature them. And there's plenty more people that I, I plan to feature in the future. It's a lot of us and I'm just cracking. I'm just, I'm at the surface. There's so many people, amazing people that I personally know now that, that I can't wait to feature you included. I mean, (laughs) you know, (laughs) sure. I mean, I could totally be on it. I'm, I'm always game for, for talking about, you know, international stuff, especially through a, through a, 
I don't want to call it a minority lens. I guess we could call it a black lens, if you will. Um, because I, this is something I am passionate about. I just think that my own life has been completely shaped by having international experiences, um, which would be a little bit different than some other folks in the way I had them. Mm-hmm. But then even as an adult and, and in my academic and professional career, I mean, absolutely. And, 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 and I'm always for people seeing, this is the career counselor in me, right? So I'm always in people seeing different employment opportunities um, and, 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 and considering spaces that they may have never thought um, and, and when they see folks that look like them and what they're doing, I think that that's very powerful. And obviously both you and I are about representation. I think that, you know, you can change so many things if people just see themselves. Yes. And if others see you as well, thriving. Yeah, no, totally. All right. Thank you for coming on the, on the podcast. I always enjoy talking to you, lady. <laughs> welcome. The Global Chatter from the Black Expat is hosted by me, Amanda Bates. It is executive produced by Justin Williams. You can find all episodes of The Global Chatter on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.